Full transparency. I understand the world better than anyone. There's sounds in the sky. The rapture is coming. Yeah. There's lizard people out there. We had a shop in Mormon when we lived in Mormon. Our family was in Mormon. Full fists are swinging by my face. I'm like, and then he would just kind of go on these little rants or tangent, tangent, whatever the word is. Nothing that's great in life is is easy, you know? Yeah. There's a nice quote that I feel like you're on your way to say. <laughs> Okay, so we had our uh, a little Christmas gathering at the Bolts, okay, at my okay, dad's place. Okay, and um, I haven't seen like a few of them in like a long time. Like my my grandma and grandpa, I probably see once a year every Christmas. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think if I actually saw them last year. I might not have. I don't even know if I went there. Anyway, I don't see him that much, and yeah, it was good. It was good catching up with everyone. Kane and Nikki were there. Um, my dad and his girlfriend, and um, yeah, my dad's brother. And we just had like some food, some wine. And, and you and Aaron and your grandparents? Aaron couldn't make it. Okay, so um, you and your grandparents? Yeah. Okay. And so, yeah, my grandparents were there. And then they, they you know, they give the they, they gave us gifts. I didn't really expect anything. And we all know what they gave me, socks. It's what old people do. Yeah. But it's funny because <laughs> the older you get, the more you appreciate the fuck out of socks. Totally. Like I remember, he he gave them he gave us socks, and both Kane and I were like, "This is legit right now." Yeah. Like I, it's just something you don't care to buy it's yeah. like underwear and socks yeah. it's always a good gift like i saw a funny meme it was like fuck i don't remember what the photo was like but it was i feel like somebody was wearing like like really ripped shredded underwear over their head and then it was like my underwear screaming like that it needs to be like there needs to be new ones but you just keep buying treats for your dogs or like toys for your dogs and neglecting your ripped up underwear yeah but it's like the perfect meme for like all guys it's like we have holes in our socks our underwears are faded it's like so yeah it was a nice gift but the thing that cracked me up was the card that they gave us so my grandpa like wrote wrote like a christmas card Kane, I think, may have read it there, but I don't think he did because he kind of glanced down and then just said thank you and then he might have put it away. I was going to text him, but he broke his phone, so I couldn't confirm this. But in the Christmas card, I read it when I got home and I'm reading it and it was like a really sweet letter to start. It was like, it was really nice to, uh, or it's, you know, I hope you have a great holiday. Like, you know, God bless you. You know, I hope to meet Aaron one day. Can I guess? What? You start crying? No, no. <laughs> okay, okay. Very okay. far off. Okay. <laughs> so I'm reading this like sweet Christmas letter and then all of a sudden it just, the tone changed immediately. It was like, you know, yeah, happy holidays, blah, blah, blah. Hopefully this world, these world issues get solved and greedy Putin doesn't stop killing people in Ukraine. Like, and it, and it just like kind of started getting a little bit dark and like about the war. And it's like, Aaron and I were talking, and in one point, it's kind of like, uh, it's sweet that they have compassion, and they're thinking about, like, this David and Goliath story of this smaller country getting bullied by Russia. But in the other thing, hey, man, I haven't seen you in a year. Keep it light. Hey, man, it's Christmas. It's Christmas. <laughs> I, I was in a good mood, and now I'm just reading about a war. Anxiety. Doom yeah, man. But it was more funny than anything. I just started chuckling. Yeah. Like, it's almost like... Um, I don't know, like a lot of people's grandparents have a lot of fucked up views of the world. Maybe they're racist, like they just view certain people or certain types in a negative way. Um, and so they just don't, they're not like in tune with maybe like what you should be doing with your grandkids. Like don't put that in the Christmas letter. Yeah. Like 
you don't just say like hey happy birthday man like crazy about that mass shooting last weekend but like i hope you have a blessed day you're like hey man why did you just fucking yeah. talk about that so yeah it just kind of made me chuckle it was it was sweet but it was yeah it's also kind of like hey man leave that part out of there it, it kind of shows you you know they're probably pretty affected by it and it's probably something that that bothers them on a deep level because it's almost like if somebody's going through something like an old friend it's like hey how's it going maybe you catch up you know you go for coffee and then after the hey how's it going they get right into their issues right it's almost like they couldn't help but to just share what's right. taking up the majority of their mind you know right yeah which yeah it's interesting because there's so many different issues going on in the world and they just yeah. they just wanted like that one is clearly bothering them yeah i don't know yeah <laughs> well that's funny. good man that's good you got to get together with your family it was nice i know it's not like a big thing that you do often so i bet you they appreciated it too i'm sure yeah but yeah it's just crazy how like they get old right like my grandpa can hardly hear now he's yeah. got his hearing aids in but like when you talk to him you have to be like yeah and like how's how did the knee surgery go and you're just yelling at him. Yeah. Like my brother was almost yelling at him to have a conversation. Yeah. I was like, I can't do this right now. Yeah. That's that's why that's why I'm going to my parents this weekend. Because um, my my grandma will be around, and I think she's 88 or 89, and she uh, you never know how many more Christmases you're gonna have, if any, you know. And I know it means a lot to them because um, we used to have huge christmas gatherings and now it's just like a third of the people that actually get together right so i know she appreciates it but it's the same thing you got to speak louder you got to talk direct you got to understand they're watching your lips so you have yeah. to you know pronunciate and like yeah not mumble yeah yeah because they're yeah. yeah they're watching your mouth i could tell that he yeah. was kind of like yeah looking at like how i was saying things so yeah. you have to be like and then i was doing this yeah. <laughs> you know there's a couple times this summer talking to my grandma I'm talking to her and then I kind of ask something and she's just kind of looking at me and I'm like, oh, you didn't get that, did you? And I got to kind of repeat it. Uh, it's like, you got you to be sharp. <laughs> um, on that Christmas note, I, me and Natalia did a little gift exchange yesterday and I got a couple of big stogies for the boys. Nice, nice. <laughs> I just got, got some cigars? Yeah. I just got to go oh, get yeah. a uh, cigar cutter and like a torch to properly oh, wow. light it. But, uh, yeah, because you you don't light cigars with a regular lighter, hey? Like, or you could, but you it probably could. takes a while. Exactly, it's not efficient, you know. Huh? Yeah, it take like a minute Sweet. probably to get it lit. So, and you actually have to snip them too. So that means they're yeah. the real deal. Because yeah. I don't think all cigars, like if you just bought a cheap cigar, does can't like? Do you always do that? Like, can, well, I, aren't Captain Blacks considered cigars? They are, but those are the plastic tip skinny kind. I think all the big ones you'll have to do that. Okay, you know. But yeah, these are like bigger than my thumb like oh yeah five man. inches long we gotta do that like i don't know if yeah. it's gonna be new year's or something but we gotta we gotta do that. i know very soon yeah um so last night i i did a little something too i was this last night that you had your christmas yeah. get together i um i got together with dj little kyle and lane and we went to the uh indoor golf simulator in warman oh, okay i didn't even know they had one yeah it just opened like a few weeks ago or a month oh. ago and um you know how it is nowadays. It's hard to get together with your old friends. You, you have different interests, um, different priorities. You know, you can live in the same town. You can live down the block, but, you know, your friend is, has a couple kids or they're married. And it's just, it's hard to get together at our age. And it's fine. But I love having those groups of friends that you're way tight with. You have all these memories with from way back. And when you get together, you just pick up where you left right. off. Yeah. It was one of those things where I had to kind of schedule it in. I'm like, you know, like... I, I guess okay I guess I'll do it you know and you're kind of like well like, and then you just get your ass there because you you never do that kind of stuff and man it was so much fun nice. just had like three hours with those guys um, had a drink or two just 
played golf. The golf was actually sweet. Hmm. And just shoot the shit, man. It's fucking I seen fun. These guys in forever, man. I had so That's... many big laughs, like just deep laughs and like reminiscing and yeah. like so much fun, man. You know, it's a fine, it's a fine balance eh, around the holidays. That's kind of what it's like. A big part of it is obviously you want to take time off your usual schedule. Maybe it's just work, but like you also want to like see people that you don't always get to see whether that's family or friends but the fine line is not having so many obligations that it takes away from your holidays Mm -hmm. you know a lot of people i think they finally get this time off work and then they got to go see this side of the family and that side (laughs) of the family got to get to get together with these people it almost becomes work and then the holidays over and you're like fuck like i didn't even get the chill so it's nice when like you maybe have a group of friends that you don't feel that kind of pressure or a family member or like a group of family members that you don't have that pressure anxiety going to see it's just fun yeah you know you just go yeah. see him you're like man that was a blast i needed that yeah a lot of people get stressed out for christmas they do it's man. like okay we have to make it to this side of the family and we got to go for supper this side of the family we got to get the kids together and yeah just chaotic but yeah um, I'm trying not to have that kind of energy in this. Like, yeah. I even felt it a little bit, like, thinking about going to my dad's place. Yeah. And I was just like, just shut up and go. Like, you'll I have know. fun. Have a glass of wine. Like, Kane will be there. You can chat with him about fighting. You know, talk to my grandpa a little bit. And, yeah, it was fine. But there was definitely a little part of me that's like, how can I get out of this? Yeah, man. It's a, like, it's a, like, even last night, going with some of my best friends I haven't seen in a long time, going to, like, have a drink and play golf. You, there's that part of you that's like... Maybe they'll text and cancel. That'd be sweet. Right, know? yeah. And then man. you go and you're like, fuck, man. Like, you got to make an effort sometimes, right. you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. No, that's that's why I'm going this weekend to see my grandma. Because I was like, yeah, I got some shit I could do around the house. I would like to have a couple just slow days at home. Yeah, I'm busy today and I got to pack up and go tomorrow. But it's like, sometimes you just got to make it happen, you know? Yeah. And my my big thing, like what I'm thinking about over this little holiday break is like, I, um, I don't, I don't need like a bunch of time off. Like I have, I have Sunday off. Like I'm going to, I'm going to do a few privates tomorrow, but then I have Sunday completely off Monday, completely off. But then starting Tuesday, I'm back to my usual private lessons, Mm -hmm. not regular class, but just privates. And then I'll train with whoever wants to come in and train for like an open mat or something. But my big thing is I just want to be able to sleep in for a week. Mm. That's like the recharge that I need. Yeah. I just want to be able to sleep in for a week and then I, I'm ready to get right back into yeah. it for the, a full year. Sleep in until what, 7.30 for yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but exactly. just not set an alarm and wake yeah, up naturally. Just, exactly, just yeah. wake up naturally and like, I, mean, I won't even be able to wake up, may, uh, maybe naturally because I have like 7.30 a.m. privates. But again, mm. even that is like, normally I start my classes or privates at 6 a.m. So even 7.30 a.m. allows me a proper morning. Mm-hmm. Like that's sleeping into me. Man, there's a lot of savages out there. I can't believe how consistently you have people coming to train with you at 5, 6, 7, Bro. 8, you know? I, yeah, I made sure I, I like expressed my gratitude towards them because like this week was freezing outside and we had like full house, man. Like 12, yeah. 14. One day there was uh, 19 people. Yeah. Um, yeah, yesterday I think there was 19 people wow. showed up. And it and man, it's funny because I'm I'm watching some of my American friends that like have gyms out in the States and stuff, obviously. Um, they were they canceled their gym and their business because it was minus 15. The one guy said, Hey guys, like gyms closed for the safety of our students, like stay inside, stay warm. And I'm like, bitch, give me that weather. Yeah. You no know nice minus 15 sounds right now. Yeah. That's cutting our weather in half. Yeah. It's minus 32 here. 
Minus yeah. 40 with the wind chill. Exactly. And, and and let alone, it's dark until 9 a.m. Exactly. So. so it's like these students are waking up at whatever, 5 a.m., you know, quickly gathering their shit, starting their vehicle, driving to the gym to work their ass off and learn for an hour. And it's like, that's pretty badass that they're doing that. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's a beast outside right now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy to think that you were living in the van with, with this kind of weather. I got soft, man. I can't believe I was doing that. It's pretty crazy. Like I just, was thinking about that last week. I was just thinking of like picturing you, maybe it was this week picturing you just with layered up in there with your little heater and it's dark out at five and i'm just thinking like how would your weeknights be like i know you're training but you just like cozied up in there man well that was the crazy thing it was like it was never like like you'd have some cozy like a, a cozy feeling but like when it was this cold man it was tough to ever feel cozy because yeah. like i would finish training and then you don't get to just sprawl out in this big bed or a couch and throw the TV on, you kind of just get into this old metal box. That's yeah. kind of warm. Yeah. Not that warm, but kind of warm. Yeah. And then you just lay there with this big dog that takes up half the space and you just sit there, <laughs> light a candle, put yeah. a podcast on. But yeah, like I'm in my head, like this week I was thinking about that too, where I'm like, man, like you were in some kind of headspace. Cause it I wasn't even that bad. Like I kind of like enjoyed aspects of it, but now I'm like, fuck that. Well, it just shows how we change and how we evolve, you know, like even though something little we were talking about before smoking a big, a big cigar would never have appealed to me a couple of years ago. But now right. I'm like, Hey, like I'm looking forward to the time we get to do that. Right. I think that used to be kind of tranquility for you. That was kind of your, like you liked the van life, even in the winter. I remember you embraced you embrace the struggle you mm -hmm. that was kind of comfortable for you yeah to just be in that struggle it's just you in that metal box yeah and that's where you were at but now it's like yeah like maybe i've not gotten more soft but it's like maybe i'm just kind of over that stage of my life where i'm right comfortable in the suffering you know yeah and it's always nice knowing that you you can live through that yeah. quite easily and comfortably yeah. if your mind just like latches onto that idea yeah. like i was i was picturing steve um, Jellico, mm -hmm. you know, and like what, like he posted about him doing like a five kilometer white, uh, hike yesterday when it was like minus 30 with like a 70 pound kettlebell or some <laughs> shit. Just some Steve shit. Yeah. Like I think he's just prepping for doomsday. Yeah. Like he wants to know like how far can I walk my kid through the forest if I need to. Like that was, 40. that was the vibe I was getting. Yeah, like that yeah. guy's prepping, Yeah, which is like good on him. Like, yeah. but that's, that's the light, that's his reality. That's the life he's living, mm -hmm. you know, just like him moving out there. And he's like this, this like kind of woodsman outdoorsman type guy. And he's just in the elements mm -hmm. where it's like, I, when I was in the van, I was in the elements. You get tougher. Mm -hmm. You just become like this, like, um, like a fucking man, mm -hmm. you know, or like a, a fucking woman. But yeah. a tough person. A tough person, yeah. You know? Even just living here in a house and shoveling snow. Can you imagine living in California where weather isn't a thing? It's just the same consistency every day. Yeah. Like, an extreme would be, you know, whatever, plus five or getting some rain one day. Like, even when you got to go out and shovel in this weather, if you live in the comfort of your home, it, it makes you a different kind of a person, you know? Yeah. People don't understand me. They don't believe how cold it gets here. I saw uh, uh, PJ Black Belt yeah. in Denver. He was like posting about him like going outside and like it was it was minus fifteen. Like I don't even I, like 
Could you imagine if we just plucked them out of that minus 15 and just plopped them into minus 32? Yeah. They would be like, whoa, this hurts my lungs. My eyes are freezing. Yeah. Like, bro, I walk Layla today. Within two minutes, I had crystals on my beard. Yeah. Uh, the white crystals just forming. Like, your hair freezes within minutes. My my dog's a little bitch. Oh, no, yeah. No pun intended compared to yours. But um, I put her, like, to, I take her out three times a day to take a piss, shit, whatever. And I put her little, when it's this cold, I put her little boots on her. Yeah, yeah. Because... If I just let her into the yard without, she'll sit down and she'll start like lifting her paws and I'm like, oh, her feet are burning. Yeah. So I have to put her paws on and it's just like quick. It's like a, like five minutes is a long time for her to stay outside in this weather. And, um, Aaron's dog too. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. But yeah. Little, little boots on. Yeah. But that's what people maybe in the States, even if they get a bit of snow, wouldn't understand is it's like, no, it's dangerous here. Yeah. Like it's not just fun, fluffy snow. It's like, you got to be very careful whenever you go outside. Yeah. And if you're like grabbing metal, you can like, I don't know what they call like freezer burn or like, it's like it, it burns, but in a cold kind of way. It's like realtor life. Like I opened the lockbox on a showing to you pull that metal thing Dude. out and it like sticks to your hand. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like when I unlock the gate to get to the gym, like yeah. sometimes you have to yank on it and really firmly grip it. And I'm like, Ooh, like if I hold on for that for probably 10 full seconds, I'll like badly damage my fingers. Yeah. That's how cold it is. Do you remember that scene in Dumb and Dumber when they're on the ski resort and he sticks yeah, his tongue yeah, on the yeah. thing? Yeah. That's like such an epic thing. Yeah. So funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. People are getting soft these days. Yeah. Can I, yeah. On, on top of that, can I, I think you've seen this. I think you liked it, but I just want to play this quick video and just kind of get your thoughts uh, on what you think of this initially. Oops. I liked it already. Oh, the Dana White thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The kingpin, Dana. Okay, so if, did he post this one somewhere? Okay, yeah, I'll check this out. Whose podcast was that on? Grant Cardone? I'm not sure. Because I saw he was recently like sitting down with Grant Cardone. It was really recent. Okay, so okay. I'm going to play this video. Yeah, put it right up. Yeah. You're a fucking... Okay, so. You're a fucking savage and you get out there and you grind hard and you want it bad enough, you can run all these guys over, man. And this whole COVID thing, people don't want to go back to work and, you know, they want to stay home and all this bullshit, man. This next generation is just such a fucking group of pussies, man. I, I just, for, for the small group of savages out there, you know, those fucking kids right now, man. The music makes it sweet, yeah, eh? <laughs> for sure. Man, you know, it's funny. Um, I was just watching this video going off that. It was with Patrick Bet David, and he was just giving like 10 lessons. I didn't write them all down because some of them were lame. <laughs> I just didn't care about them. Um, but one of the things he talked about was similar to that. He said uh, the shortfall of Zoom calls. He said like Zoom calls like work during the pandemic, but what happened was like a lot of people got lazy and they're getting ran over by people that want real culture and real social interaction. He's like, nothing beats a handshake. And he gave the example of like, could you imagine if you went on a date via Zoom call and you said everything right, but you know you're not gonna you're not gonna score the date. Like it's it doesn't have the same effect as like these like subtle little touches of the arm or like you don't like you can't smell them. Like there's all, all these senses that are like really making you connect with that person. But with 
COVID, it made a lot of people soft. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm just going to do bit work from home today. I'm not going to go to that meeting. Just let's just zoom it. Let's Keep just the PJ z- pants on. Yeah, man. Yeah. And so people just got lazy. But he said there are some there's some people out there like like a Dana White who are just steamrolling people. They're yeah. just they're like they're out in the public. They're shaking hands. They're making connections. So yeah, I, Patrick Bet David would definitely agree, and and so would I. Um, well, and it, and it's so true. And it, I just like the way he. I like no nonsense type of guys. Right. And that's what I love about Dana. And it's it's kind of motivating. And you can hear that as a guy, as a girl, as a fourteen year old, as somebody our age. And 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 you have two choices. You can get offended and be like, "Oh, he's calling my generation pussies." Right. Or you, even if you're in that generation, you could be like, "You know what? He he's kind of right. People yeah. are entitled these days. People don't want to work. People don't want to go after it. They want compensation." Like I'm gonna get after it, yeah. and I'm gonna run through these people. This is an opportunity, and um, yeah, I just like that. Yeah, he actually talked about um, Patrick Bet David was talking about people getting exposed in 2021 um, because the economy seemed to be doing really well because the government was just dumping money into and people's printing pockets, money all yeah, yeah you know, and so people just had extra spending money half the time. Yeah. Um, but he's and then with Bitcoin and all these cryptocurrencies. Um, a lot of real estate agents were making a shitload of money because the market was flowing. But he said a lot of them, they, oh yeah, I think the lesson was don't buy into your own hype. So a lot of people became millionaires or got really successful when times are really good. But now, now that they're talking about like bad recessions coming up, that kind of work ethic that they showed in 2021 is not going to match in a bad economy. Exactly. Sure, you killed it here when everything was fine and dandy, but like how well do you do when shit gets tough? And like look at how well Dana did when shit was really tough. He was the only guy that went full steam ahead. Yeah. NBA, MLB, NFL, they were all like, "Nah, we're going to we're going to back down." Yeah. Dana White's like, "Pussies, yeah. watch this." Yeah. Watch this pivot. Yeah. I'm going to dump millions of dollars into buying this island, getting my fighters over there, spending double so that we have double the chefs, double the saunas. No one's uh, getting in contact or too close with each other. He made all the necessary pivots to keep that business going. And now they're flourishing. The show must go on. Dude. So like in the hardest time possible to have events like that, Dana was speaking proof of exactly what he just said. Yeah. He's like, run these fuckers over. We don't give enough credit to luck. Yeah. And even with me, if I have like a phenomenal real estate year and someone might pump my tires or whatever or ask me and I'm like, yeah, the markets were just really good. Like, right. like honestly, like I work the same in a bad market in, in a good economy mm. and I might make half as much one year depending on that. But I, I'm lucky. I'm lucky. Right. People need houses. People are selling houses. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I'm not walking on water. Yeah. And I mean, like it's by the sounds of it, like next year's not going to be any prettier. Like if people struggle this year, like it sounds like next year might be even more of a struggle. Well, and I think it was only like the last few months of this year that people were starting to sense the struggle. So I think next year will be a bit tougher without being too pessimistic. Yeah. Yeah, man. But, but it it makes sense. It's like, okay, things are, (laughs) let's use an interest rate as an example. Let's just use an even number like 3.5. Things are 3.5, that's the norm for a while. And then things go down to 1.7, like an interest rate. It's amazing. People just think that that's the new norm. Right. But what you have to understand is you're not just going to stay there or you're not just going to go back up to 3.5. You're going to be at 5 for a while. Right. You're going to be at 6 for a while. And then maybe it'll come down. But there's a yin and a yang to everything. Yeah. Like you're absolutely ludicrous if if, if you 
didn't expect some sort of a correction. Right. And you, you said it like, uh, you said like that's, it doesn't have to be the new norm. And that's what Patrick bet David said about the zoom thing. Like he's like, this isn't the new norm. This worked during COVID. Mm. Let's fucking get back to business. Yes. Let's meet each other, interact, make connections. Like that's how you build culture in a business or in yeah. a sports team. You need face to face. You need a handshake, high five. You need all that camaraderie yeah. to be it like face to face. But he said like, let's not talk about the new norm with zoom calls. Like get yeah. the fuck out of here. Yeah. He's like, if that's the new norm, say bye to your business. You'll yeah. tank. Yeah. He's like, I'll run you over. Yeah. Because while you're trying to zoom call your meet, like all your clients, I'm going to their house and shaking their hands and meeting their yeah, kids. Going for supper. Yep. Taking yeah. them out. And yeah. I was like, yeah, that's, that's badass. man. It's so true. It's, it's kind of a cliche thing, you know, relationships or everything in business. It's so true. Yeah. What kind of an impact do you have? What kind of a connection are you building? People do business with people they like period. Yeah. You can only get to know and like someone so much over, over a video call. Right. And, and so I'm doing some Christmas handouts right now to some of my, some of my top clients who've done a number of deals with me, popping by their house with whatever, some flowers, chocolate, whatever. And, um, I feel it, man. I'll, I'll go say hi to them. Give them hi, hi and bye. I'm not going to keep you too long. Here's this. It's nothing much. And you know, like we might have a little laugh, say what's up, Merry Christmas, leave. And I get back into my car and I'm like, like I got like the jitters and I'm mm. like, fuck that felt good. Yeah. Just to like have some sort of a real physical connection right. with somebody. That somebody, I think, uh, uh, Kylie Beechings actually just posted this. It, it wasn't, I don't think it was her post. She reposted it, but it was something along the lines of when you give a gift or like, if you give a gift to me and, and you say, um, it's nothing much like, yes, it is. Even if it's like a card, a Mary, like anything, yeah. if just the fact that you thought of me, sometimes that'll just make people's day. Yeah. So it's like you going around giving flowers or a little card or a coffee thing. It's like, like, fuck the guy thought of us. Yeah. That's pretty dope. Like my, those little things, they go a long way. My lawyer will send me a Christmas card every year. He always answers the phones when phone, when I call, he's like, I'm always happy to help you. What do you need? I'll give him tens and tens of thousands of dollars every year because he thinks of me in that way. Right. Yeah. It goes a long way. Yeah, man. You know? I got a friend, uh, Corwin Thiessen, he messages me every birthday and every Christmas, no matter what. He's done it since I met him. He just says, Merry Christmas, bro. Really happy God brought us together. Wow. You know, he's a super religious guy. Yeah. So yeah, he just, but it, every, every, it doesn't miss. Yeah. Birthday, Christmas, every year, no matter what. Crazy. It's just, fuck, the guy still think, and I wonder how many people are on his list. He's probably just got a list of people that did like he's, yeah. that were, had meaningful connections and relationships with him that he wants to hang on to so just a quick little message big hey man thinking about you hope you have a good holiday like that alone is like fuck made me feel good and here's the thing you might cross paths every few years in saskatoon meet see each other at a coffee shop randomly he doesn't need anything from you right but he still makes an effort and and he doesn't do it to it's not really reciprocity in the sense of hey maybe one day jesse will do business with me it's like it feels good to do a good thing and maybe it will come back. Like maybe you'll, right. I don't know, but, um, he, he gets it. Yeah. He gets it. You yeah. Know? Um, I wanted to switch gears. Can I add one more thing yeah. on that? That's the one thing about zoom calls too, is you can have a business meeting. You can have a family interaction on zoom. You can be looking at the screen, but when you're looking at each other on zoom, you're actually looking, your eyes aren't connected, right? You're looking into the camera and it's not centered on the person's eyes. And right. That's a big thing. Like, and there can be a slight delay too. I remember last yeah. year I had I had COVID around the holidays, yeah. and uh, 
you know, Aaron's dad had just had the heart attack. And so I was, we were being extra cautious. And so I did a zoom call with her and her family, like while they're opening gifts mm. and you try to make the best of it. But in my head, I'm like, I need to shut this laptop down. Like there's a fucking delay. I can't hear people. I can't really see what's going on. I just felt like the loser that was like a seventh wheel. You know, it's like, you know, they got their whole family there and I'm just some guy on a screen just being like, cool, you know, <laughs> like, look, I, I love her. I love her family. But I remember doing the Zoom call being like, this is like not working. Yeah. It's not the same. And it's not their fault. It's the no. COVID and you're trying to make it work, but, but it's just not the same. It's just not the same, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It's wild. Are you watching any shows right now? Um, We just finished... We're watching. We're watching one. We're almost done. It's called Dead to Me. It's it's not my type of show, but it's actually pretty entertaining. It's about mm. this lady who kills her husband. Whatever. It's. it's but yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm watching Handmaid's Tale. Did I talk about this a little bit? Um. What What does it involve? So I mean, there's a couple things that I'm going to touch on, but uh, so The Handmaid's Tale. For those of you who haven't seen, it's a really dark show, but um, basically it's kind of like a a futuristic show based on like George Orwell 1984 vibes mm. like big brothers watching you neighbors snitching on neighbors but basically what happened was um fertility rates went way down like people weren't having kids anymore mm. like there's some countries that haven't seen a baby in like six years like people just can't wow. reproduce and so there's a few women who can still birth children and they get gathered up like the Holocaust when they gathered up Jews and blacks and gays and just fucking killed them. But in this show, they gather these women up who can still produce children and they basically just force them into rich people's homes. And then these women get raped by the man while the wife holds the girl down. So these women who can produce children get raped by rich men. And then once they birth the child, the rich family, the husband and wife, take the kid and then they do whatever the fuck, kill the handmaid. So like these handmaids are basically just literally there like um, almost like milking cows. Mm -hmm. You know, you're just in this factory, just fucking squeezing the udders and then you go back to your thing and then you come back. We need more milk. You go back to your thing. That's all they do. And they all dress the same. It's really messed up. That's it's, hard to watch. It's dark, dude. Yeah. It's dark. Um, but anyway, it made me think of this video that I watched with uh, Russell Brand. <clears throat> he had a video that I just watched today. And this wasn't part of his video, but I did see this little article where it was like, just, I don't know, it just said scientists. I don't know who or how many, but they said that they predict in a decade that we will be producing babies in a laboratory we'll be making babies in laboratories within a decade so like we won't be like having kids the normal way anymore um i don't know if you heard that podcast with the one girl that was on rogan's podcast but she's she talked about how our sperm count has declined um by half within 40 years i don't think i've heard her but i've heard similar yeah so apparently like we're becoming like less and less, uh, is it fertile? Yeah. By half, by 50%, we've lost sperm count. And, and a big part of it was, uh, I think she called it microplastics. There's something in mm -hmm. microplastics, phallates. I don't know how to say the word. 
I'm on to something. Yeah, I feel like I've heard it. Yeah, phalloflite, something, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like just all the plastic gets kind of swarmed up into the sky and then it just slowly falls. But it also is in food like Pizza Hut, Burger King, McDonald's, all these fast food places. But apparently it's just making us like more and more or less and less fertile. Yeah. And so like that show reminded me of like al- almost like the trajectory that we're on. If we keep doing what we're doing... Like, okay, in 40 years, if we've lost 50% of our sperm count, what's going to happen in another 40? Yeah. Can we not have kids anymore? Yeah. It's terrifying, man. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, watching this show and then watching Russell Brand's show, like, man, he had, there was legit scientists talking about making babies in artificial wombs in factories, and you can literally just buy babies. You're like, I want a baby, and I'll spend this much money, and I want to make him super smart. And I want him to look like this and I want this. Yes. And you like literally just start to call like gene editing. Yeah. It's something like that. So, so futuristic. That would be for that? the pe- Let's say there's a couple who can't have kids. That would be for somebody like them maybe because wouldn't you still want your own child between you and your lady's genetics? Yeah. But that's the thing. What if you're not fertile anymore? Oh, I see what you're saying. Like the trajectory that we're going, yeah, like yeah, if yeah. we've lost four, 50% within 40 years, we're not getting any better. So if they think in 10 years we're going to be having babies in labs, it's not necessarily a fertile problem because obviously people will still be having kids in 10 yeah, years. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. It's just that there's that option is starting. Yeah, that that option will be starting. And yeah. then as we go more and more, it, it'll be more and more of like, just babies in factories. I mean, it, it doesn't surprise me, yeah. you know? Like no, in nothing fif- does at this point. In 50 years, it it seems reasonable like whether you like it or not right. i mean that's you know. the thing what do you do you know and i don't know what you do is that a bad thing well i mean russell brand's take was like how do you, oh yeah and then in the video in this sci-fi type video of them marketing these babies being born in laboratories they were like yeah and the mother can can build a strong connection with the baby because you can have you have a full 360 view camera in this artificial womb that you can watch the baby you can sing to it so you can like you know but there's no fucking way that that mother is going to be producing the oxytocin that she would as if she was actually there's a disconnect there there's an absolute disconnect man it's not the same and so like russell brown was like how do you like i feel like culture is out the window like so much genetic memory is within us like that's that's what makes us who we are like Mm -hmm. we're such a piece of our past even if we don't know it but yeah it just we're not even human at this point well that's where i think our future is heading into more disconnect in general yeah even with virtual reality yeah you know we can live in a whole nother space um you know even even like it started with cell phones we're not communicating in person you can just text your your friends you know it's we're just slowly there's more access to be able to keep and have relationships without being physically connected you know To, to me my natural feeling or gut feeling would be i i don't think it's good like i've always just had this thought in my head that just because we live longer and have more technology does not mean life is better like i i feel like there seems to be a a whole lot of depression these days they say more than ever why is that is like i thought life was better i thought we have it easier than we did in the past and so like now all of a sudden we're gonna have artificial babies flying cars cloning yeah like cloning and i just i i I agree like i think there's a massive disconnect and like speaking of steve jellico like 
that lifestyle to some seems much more appealing, mm-hmm. like going in that direction than us getting in this very futuristic, uh, yeah, it's, it's creepy to me. It seems very yeah. like George Orwell. It's, and maybe that's just my paranoid brain or my conspiracy brain. But I, to me, I'm like, let's pump the brakes. I don't like it either. You know, I, I don't want things to change this much this fast. Right. I like human connection. I like connect, just connection in general. Um, I like that old real way of living, you know, but you know what it made me think about? Like, you know how sometimes we talk about like, um, each year it's sometimes nice to have one, one word, like one phrase that you just kind of tell yourself. And for some reason, like strength came to mind for 2023. Um, because I've been lifting weights, I've noticed my sex drive get better. Hey, let's go. (laughs) Um, I've noticed my discipline getting a little bit better. My confidence getting a little bit better. And so I was like, if, if we're going down in that direction, we're becoming less fertile. Like I think a lot of people are going to go in the opposite direction and they're going to try to strengthen themselves. They're going to do shit like Steve, like, okay, I'm going to hike through the fucking woods with a kettlebell and minus 30, or I'm going to, I'm going to do a social media fast, or I'm going to just start challenging yourself and exercising and maybe just trying your best to eat a little bit better and support local farms and just do something that is strengthening your mind, body, soul, so that you stay far away from that. Um, I don't know. I don't even know what to call that future self you know if we keep going down that where it's like we can't even have kids anymore because we're not fertile anymore that's what we do it's what we've been doing yeah you know so yeah like a part of me is like maybe maybe that could be a word for me just to really hone in on strength in all areas it's funny i'm going through the same thing right now where i'm trying to find i'm trying to keep it a little more simple this year but i do want some sort of a word or mantra to kind of refer to this year and i think I haven't pinpointed it, but I think mine's going to have to do with, um, something with just awareness or, or like, you know, like being in the moment or like focus or something like that, because sometimes that mind chatter gets the best of me and I get distracted even like at training, you know, somebody's teaching a technique and next thing your mind wonders and you're thinking and you're like, what happened? Or I'm laying in bed and I'm just like thinking, you know, and whatever whatever i'm doing you know like i'm doing working and the next thing you know i'm on instagram like why am i even on so i just want to like get back into like okay one thing at a time Mm. if you tell me your name i'm going to remember it i'm going to be fully present i'm going to listen so i'm trying to figure out that word yeah But, but it's something like bringing myself back to baseline a bit too of like hey man too, too much is going on yeah. upstairs, you know. I love the concept of one word, and even for people listening, it's it's interesting to play with. Like, I know Patrick Bet David was talking about it, but more in a sense of like a global one word. So I think mm. I think last year he had the word cancellation. Everybody's getting canceled. Mm. For twenty twenty three, his word was investigation. Everybody's getting investigated now. Mm. Look at these Twitter files. So he'll like at the end of the year in reflection, give a word to the year. I think so. Yeah. yeah I think that's kind of, and he, and he did, but then he even brought it up. Um, I, I forget how he exactly worded it, but he does it with his family too. Like if his kids are having like a major issue with something, he tries to come at them with one word to always hone them back in. 
So like maybe it's grace or forgiveness or playfulness or something, but it's like whenever they get too off track, he's like, Hey, like, let's, let's go back to this. This is the, this is what we're after. Mm. So like, let's base this conversation around that. I see. And it just helps simplify and hone in what the issue is. Yeah. I was like, I kind of, I kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. It makes your life easier if you can kind of refer back to that anchor of whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. It's something that I've been doing the last few years. I like to do on like the last day of the year. I'll write out like a couple page, just summary of the year, like my year. It's like, okay, maybe this is the year I got, you know, my purple belt. And this is the year of traveling. I, I went here, here, here. Right. The year of the girlfriend, the year of getting a dog. And, you know, I ended it off with like a bunch of family reuniting. And I like to kind of just summarize the highlights of the year together. Yeah. And then when you go back, you know, like when I'm 40 looking, it's like, okay, you know, 2019 that was okay that was and you can kind of like recall that year yep. based on that summary page and it's kind of fun reflecting and being like it. okay you know i this was like a great year for business or this was a great year with reconnecting those old friendships or right. whatever it is yeah you know yeah i think my main my main word or idea this year was money but it wasn't necessarily like money that I was thinking about in 2022. Like the word was money, but to get there was to treat each client as good as I could and to like really focus on the people I was doing privates with because I knew that would, as long as I was taking care of them, money I Money is a byproduct. Exactly. Yeah. And so like I had one of the best years I've had yet. I did have the best year I had yet. Good man. And you know, and so I was like really proud that I was able to like kind of do that mm -hmm. you know yeah. and it just kept getting better and better with each month and just mm -hmm. finishing off the year i'm like man like the other day i got home i did i did 6 a.m class and i just had four privates and my self-talk i don't talk to myself that nicely very often it's rare it should be better but i got home and i was like out loud i said good job jesse you did good today like i felt like i just literally needed to say that out loud and I was like, okay, I felt nice. <laughs> like usually, yeah. like I, you know, like I'll get home and be like, you bitch, you you're a fuck face. <laughs> you know, it's like, why did you do that? Why did you do that? Your technique's off on here. This sucks. Yeah. You know, so it was nice to like actually come home and feel it enough to say it out loud. And I, it's almost like I couldn't even help it. Yeah. I just got home and I'm like, good job, man. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And it felt nice to just pat myself on yeah. the back. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of that thing Andrew Schultz said about like, why do you have to lift all this weight mm -hmm. every day to feel like a man? Like maybe just be a good dad for a right. day, you know? But it's like, yeah, you have to have those moments where you pat yourself on the back. It's like, look, like I, I fucking took care of some people today. Like I worked hard. I didn't yeah. procrastinate. I, I enjoyed some time to myself. Like I fucking killed the day today. Yeah. Like, good on you. Bro, some of the biggest joys in my life recently is just like, um, like I'm working with this one guy. Um, he's going through a lot and we're working together and I, I just know how happy he gets when he starts to connect something or he feels what it's like to actually hit hard. And I got his hip to turn over on a kick and I could just see his eyes light up and then my eyes light up and we're just these two happy monkeys being like, <laughs> yeah, like, you know? And then that was one of the days where I got home and was like, good job. Cause I yeah. just, I don't know, man, I, I fucking love it. I feel like I'm, I'm making the world a better place by doing something I love to do. Yeah. And so like that, that is such a fueling, um, or like a, a infinite fuel source for me. Mm, yeah. I, you know, like I yeah. keep telling myself, like I'm doing this till I die. Yeah. I might, things might change, you know, I'll start my own gym. I'll go on social media with martial arts, but like I'm doing this till I die. Yeah. Feels too good not to. That's good when you get that kind of a positive reinforcement. Right. Like, 
I love this shit. Yeah. And, and it's not, it's not all the time. It's just pure bliss, but you have those moments of For like, sure. this is fucking awesome. Bro, Kurt, I made this guy smile today. You know, Kurt and I were talking about that. You know how they say, um, once you do it, you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah. You should go fuck yourself. It's work. Yeah. You work. Yeah. Like it's not like I'm pumped to wake up at 4:30 a.m. every day. Yeah. Some days I'm like, oh, I could yeah. sleep in. Yeah. You know, and but you have the you have the moments where like, fuck yeah, I'm pumped to teach this in class today, or like you have yeah, you, there's just moments of awesomeness, but it's not like all the time. Like I love what I do, but there's yeah. days where you're like, God, I'm dragging my ass today. Yeah. You know, I need a day off or like whatever. But yeah, it's work. It's yeah. work. You know. Do you know what's the nice thing about martial arts is? You have a lot of days where maybe you're just, oh, I feel clunky today. I feel slow. Like my technique's off. But when you have those odd days where you're like, fuck, I felt like a killer today. You know, mm-hmm. where like I did like the way I move, like I have this energy. Right. I have all this oxygen in my lungs. I still feel good. like you have those little moments every now and then where you're like, fuck, I'm a beast today. You know, yeah. that's like an addicting feeling. For sure. And you know, it's funny. I never, I haven't got this in so long and I don't, I don't even, maybe maybe Chris Cooper was fucking with me. <laughs> he's probably listening to this. He's going to laugh. <laughs> but, uh, this morning I'm like walking, the gy- walking in the gym and Chris was like, uh, I think he said something like you're looking jacked or like looking strong or something. And I was like, yeah, don't fucking say that. <laughs> Get to my head, man. My ego just balloons out. But man, I'll tell you the lifting weights has been just awesome. Yeah. I, I can tell I'm very, um, like mentally into it and yeah. just enjoying it. It doesn't feel like, um, a chore and I hope I can maintain that, but fuck, I did back and chest yesterday and I just felt great doing it. It was just fun squeezing a bar and pulling and pushing, did bench press for the first time. Man, it's just, I'm just enjoying it. Just feel like a better, more optimal human doing it. Totally, man. You know? Yeah. I like that you're kind of getting the sense and, and digging it right now. Yeah. There's nothing better than when somebody gives you a genuine compliment of like, bro, you're looking fucking pretty shredded right now. Right. You're like you get internally motivated. Like wait till you see me next time, bro. Oh well, yeah. Well, Cause like that's, <laughs> that's going to be a big, a, a, a very, um, tangible goal for me for next year. Yeah. I want to walk around at 190 pounds. Yeah. And so like, I have a very clear goal of like putting on some weight, putting on some muscle. So I gotta, I gotta eat more. I gotta eat clean. I gotta lift heavy. Winstrol, Deca. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta fucking do the nine ass ancestral tenants. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, yeah, the 10th and the 11th. Tenets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can I tell you something that I'm, I started doing Tuesday of this week. So yeah. this, this will be my fourth day of doing it you like to do your things like no coffee for a month, whatever. So I came across something that I want to try for, for at least a month. I'll probably incorporate it longer than that. But, um, I came across this random video on YouTube about the benefits of hanging every day for five minutes. I don't do for five minutes, but I do hang every morning. Yeah. Yeah. It's something I would do a little bit of, but if I'm honest with myself, like whenever I lift, it's something I would do, but I do for like 10 seconds at the end of my workout. Right. And, um, five minutes. So not straight, you could do oh, okay. it, you so could yeah, do it like, 20 times for 30 seconds. or 10 times for 30 seconds. You can mm-hmm. do it five times for, for a minute each time. However many times you want to break it up, fine. But try to get five minutes of hang time a day. And um, here's kind of what resonated with me. So, I mean, there's a couple very obvious benefits. Good for your grip strength. Right. Um, that correlates great to jujitsu. Uh, apparently... There's some studies that weak grip strength later in life can lead to reduced mobility and like mobility issues. Mm. Um, and like, think about it when we're kids, we hang from monkey bars. When you're older, if, if you haven't 
like try to hang and and try to do monkey bars. See how it feels. I'm active as fuck. I'm 33 years old. This summer, I was at a playground. I tried to like swing hand by hand on monkey bars. Bro, my shoulders felt like they're gonna tear apart. I was like, I almost like got injured. And I'm like, man, I'm like somebody who does pull ups every week. Right. All this shit and swinging hand to hand, I could barely do. And um, think about the average person out there who's 33 or 43. We just stop doing it. You know, like you don't use it, you lose it. Right. And that's something we stop doing when we grow up is, is hanging. Keep going, but man, I got to send you this video of someone who never stopped doing that. It's a real life Tarzan. Mm. I, I don't know how the fuck. This guy's literally like leaping like a monkey, like a, yeah. like a chimp from branch to branch on a tree. <laughs> Bro, wow. bare, bare feet, but like, I'm like, bro, this guy has a freakishly strong build or like, yeah. like he would, you know how when you're like hanging onto a ledge and you just let go and fall 10 feet and grab one of the next ledge, oh, yeah. dude, he's doing that shit. And then yeah. he just builds momentum and jumps to the next one. I'm like, man, that's legit strength. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. No like, cop will ever catch him. Like think of the joint, like the 10 tendon and oh. like ligament strength in the joint. Um, but anyway, so he, okay. Grip strength, great. Um, st strengthening your forearms, obviously. Your, your forearms start to burn, great. Um, a couple of the things that stuck out to me was uh, apparently can really help correct your posture. Huh. Posture is a thing most of us probably have an issue with nowadays the older you get. Yeah. We, we sit. Um, another one that really stood out to me was like lower back spinal decompression. Mm. You can feel it when you hang for a while. You get that release in your lower spine. Sometimes it even hurts. It does kind of hurt a little sometimes. Because you're not used to the release, I think. Exactly. Like you're used to it squished. Yeah. And so I think just that little release, you you get some pain, even though it's probably good for yeah. you. But yeah, I, I feel that every time I hang or I'm like, this, I feel like this is good for me, but it kind of hurts. 100%. I feel like it's needed, but it kind of hurts. Yeah. And after today will be the fourth day, um, like my, my hands are a little more sore. My shoulders have been a little more sore, but... Um, like I obviously haven't noticed anything yet, but okay, let me get back to this. So, um, lower back spinal decompression. Okay. That's another great one. Um, apparently it can help build shoulder strength back and correct shoulder injuries, mm. uh, heal, resolve shoulder injuries. And that's a big one. My shoulders over the last year I've really noticed have been jacked up. Mm. My AC joints are swell. So the, the, the back decompression, the shoulders the posture, those are big ones for me. And, um, yeah, I think, I think that's, that's, that's it, big, but I'm just good enough reason to try. It. Yeah, exactly. I want to see how I feel after, after a month and, um, yeah, man, that's, I find like little like challenges like that. Like I, I have this one quote I wrote down. It was like, um, cause you know, I, I did a few challenges here. I did no weed for 30 days, no ejaculating for 30 days, no coffee, 30 days, no social media, 30 days. I did that all this year. And like, it was it, so the quote is most powerful is he who has himself in his own power. So it's like if you can't control your own, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, urges, impulses. Yeah, yeah. It's like you, if you don't have the discipline to like stop something that you normally do, you just become so dependent and reliant on this thing, even yeah. if it's coffee or social media. But what that taught me was that I'm not dependent on those things. You're I, the boss. I'm the boss. I can walk away. All, everything I just listed, I was fine. Like I, I, I really felt the same. Um, I think the most challenging one was probably, I, I would want, I'd probably say no coffee. Yeah. Not, 
and and just because I, I just I don't know I just I just enjoy the fuck out of coffee. Yeah. In the last few days, I was thinking about it, but it just yeah, it was just a nice feeling of being able to step away from something that you do daily, um, and then just not have anything else really change. Like I wasn't scratching my neck and freaking out, yeah. or I wasn't like angry at Aaron for no reason because I didn't have my thing. You know, yeah. you just, life goes on and you yeah. remain the same. And I just felt like I was in control. Yeah. Have more detachment in your life. Yeah. So, okay. So social media, coffee, ejaculating and weed, you figure coffee was maybe the toughest. What would be the easiest? The easiest one? Probably the no social media. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was probably the easiest one. Yeah. Interesting. I would think that would be tougher than maybe weed or I don't know. Hey, I'm trying to think. Like, the The ejaculating one was kind of tough just because, yeah, I don't want to get into like my sex life too much. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I won't say too much. I mean, for, for a 33-year-old guy to not come for a month, that's not easy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like we we didn't stop having sex. It's just one person that wasn't tough. finishing. That makes it tough. Yeah. So, yeah. so like, like talk about discipline. Do you know what the thing is though? It's almost when you make the choice, like now I can kind of understand why social media would be easy because you knew, Hey, starting tomorrow, no social media. So once you made that initial choice, it's probably like, Hey, I just know for 30 days. Like it's not like I'm going to have that impulse every day because you know what I'm doing. The, the tough part is to not slingshot. And I was going to say like, even, you know, a lot of people have like new year's resolutions and stuff like that. And I don't know, the slingshot response always scares me. Like, let's say you, you quit coffee for the old Patty Pimblet. Oh yeah. 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 It's like you, you, you know, you cut weight and you're disciplined and you have this fight and then you just slingshot in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. You fill your face, you put on 50 pounds of fat and now you're just this sack of lard who like, I don't know, probably isn't that happy because you just can't be when you go from like optimal feeling to like filling your face with whatever you want. You're walking around a little lethargic, a little heavy. You don't have that sexy body that you maybe had before. Um, and so, yeah, same, same with this, it's like no coffee for 30 days. And all of a sudden you go back on coffee and you drink 10 cups a day instead of the regular two that you had. Yeah. So I was very like conscious of that. Good. So even with social media, like I'm still pretty damn disciplined with my hour a day. Mm-hmm. Although now that I'm doing these like video edits and finding certain things, I do find myself like scrolling very specific martial arts stuff. At least you're creating instead of consuming. Yeah. And the stuff that I am consuming, it's not for no reason. Like I'm usually on there, like literally typing in like a martial art hashtag and then like I'll type in like low kick Muay Thai and then I'm just like scrolling those to find a particular style, Mm. you know, but I'm, I've been pretty damn good with the hour a day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, bye. Got anything else? Uh, it's funny. I, this this just crossed my <laughs> mind because uh, I was listening to Patrick Bet David, and they they get into some like good like arguments sometimes, or not even arguments. It's more um like debates or disagreements. It's funny. Like I wonder, I wonder what our podcast would be if we had just a third person in here that had a very opposing view from you and I. Cause you and I are an echo chamber. We think so much alike yeah, and it's sure. great. Like I love yeah. to like talk about shit with you and it's fun, but like, I wonder what it would be like to have someone that just you have very, very different views. Mm-hmm. And so if we bring something up like that, like, uh, like, you know, that video I showed you about Russell Brand, um, like one of the things that I was thinking about, like one of the lessons of 2022 to me was like, 
don't always believe the experts because sometimes they're bought and paid for and sometimes Twitter censors the other ones. Mm -hmm. So you're only getting a select few. Like that Russell Brand video I showed you where he was like, you know, the the vaccine is 99 to 100% effective. And then as a few months later, the vaccine is 80 to 88% effective. A few months later, the vaccine is about 70% effective. A few months later, the vaccine's about 33% effective and you might need a booster. Yeah. And you were kind of like, hey, man, that was a big change. Yeah. Like you went from 99 from 100. to 100 to 33% yeah. effectiveness. Yeah. And you literally were bribing people. You were, you were threatening them to take it. You were giving them candy, free loans, free money. You were offering them all this shit. For what? Like yeah. that was insane to me. Yeah. But like if we bring that up, like somebody else might have a reason for that. Maybe they have a different view and then we can kind of like tug back and forth a little bit. And it might like, we probably grow, be entertaining for people listening. Yeah. But yeah, for whatever reason that was on my mind. Man, I love listening to that on a podcast to opposing views. It's great. It's great content, man. <clears throat> like if you get somebody and maybe they're not opposing, maybe they agree on most of the stuff, but like you get Ben Shapiro on Joe Rogan or you get, you he's know, on full send right now. I'm actually just listening. I to just that. started. Yeah. But I love it. If, if, if the people are mature enough to have a yes. real conversation and understand it's okay to disagree, yeah. you don't have to become enemies. It leads to a beautiful conversation. Yeah. Like Russell Brand and Ben Shapiro actually had a disagreement on, um, I think it was abortion and they were like, have, but having a, a grown up conversation about See, it. I think there's a video that's like, this is how yeah. a proper disagreement looks or something. And I think it's Russell Brand it and is. Ben Shapiro. Yeah. Okay. I watched that one. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I've seen it, but yeah, but yeah, it's, it's, um, I mean, that's, that's how people grow so much. Like I said, like I, I love doing the podcast with you, but it's, yeah, sometimes I'm like, it'd be almost nice if somebody poked my ideas a bit more. Yeah. And maybe yeah. like, maybe yeah. that could be a good goal for you and I to maybe play devil's advocate more, mm. even though sometimes it's challenging, but, um, well, do you know what? That's a good way to do it. I don't necessarily have to agree with you, but I say, right. What about, what about the people who would say this to that? Right. Like even the thing that I was talking about with like making babies in a laboratory, like if, if maybe I was like, Hey, I'm going to bring this up on the podcast. You come up with like a reason why it's good. Yeah. And then my brain of George Orwell, 1984 will have to battle whatever your thoughts are. Yeah. On that note, I listened to, um, so Andrew Tate was on Pierce Morgan. Yeah. He's a very polarizing guy. Yeah. He just, he tries to expose people and frustrate people and I, I'm not a fan he, he reminds what's that old like CNN guy yeah I know Bill O'Reilly Bill O'Reilly yeah, yeah and they had one it was very heated and then I think they did a second one they're starting to get a bit of chemistry and they just did a third one it was like this week and I listened to it it was an hour long and I think they started to realize like hey we're getting a shitload of views people like this conversation because we're coming from such different sides here but we're actually being grown ups, and we're trying to keep it more respectful yeah. and not just butting heads. Yeah, and it led to a good conversation. And because, they played chess after, and they had a they had a good little yeah. good little match. And you could tell they have a bit of camaraderie now because it's like, hey, respect. Yep. You know, and, that's how uh, people grow together, man. Yeah. It's like we talked about with relationships. Like when you have those hard conversations, that's where the growth is. But if you're in yeah. a, if if Pierce and him just were like buddy buddy the whole time, there's no like real growth. But I do think that like Pierce and Tate were probably like fuck. Like I kind of respect this guy for going at me so much. Yeah, you know, it's like a good fight. You have a good battle with someone. You're like fuck, respect, man. Like you're tough as shit. Yeah, you know, you push back on my offense and you yeah. made me work. You know. Yeah. Yeah, man, I agree. 
Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. We got one more episode left this year, so we'll come at you next week. I guess it'll probably come out right after. Oh, no. This might be the last one of the year. Because we'll probably shoot one next week, but it probably oh, won't come yeah. out to like January 2nd yeah. or something like that. So. Yeah. Well, anyway. It's been a slice. Episode 91. Merry Christmas.